Jesus Lolua Fresh FM Abel Kuta 107.9 Fresh FM 107.9 Abel Kuta Welcome to Fresh 107.9 FM We educate, we inform, we entertain, we play feel good music Just a dial away. Yeah. 
107.9 FM, Abelkutai. Great morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from. Uh, today, Thursday, the 12th of August, 2021. Good to know you're there. Joining us one more time this week as we take a look at the headlines uh, on the National Dailies. Wale Bakar is my name. Uh, great to have you uh, join the program this Thursday. Um, Sir Darif Alari uh, will be my guest this morning. We'll be joining as we take a look at the headlines uh, together. There are quite a number of them to look out for. The Punch, The Guardian, the Nigerian Gateway, the Nigerian Tribune, and some of the options available to us. The pen pushing newspapers also available to us. And there are quite a number of um, online news media springing up these days. Uh, well, uh, great for the space. Uh, the Media Links Africa, also another option, at least this morning. Uh, so we're taking a look at a uh, lot of this uh, together on the program. Thank you for joining Freshly Pressed this Thursday. Thank you for joining us. Uh, first off, as always, we will mention some of those headlines uh, to look out for this uh, morning. We'll take a peep into some of them, of course, to get talking as far as uh, some of the headlines are concerned. Uh, on the punch uh, this uh, Thursday morning, boldly reading there, federal government laments as abductors collect extra 24 million naira on Baptist school students. Uh, that's there. On the punch this morning, federal government introduces toll plazas Nigerians to pay 500 naira, 200 naira per trip. Is another on the punch this morning. Abuja police detain YouTuber for criticizing Apostle Suleiman's money miracle. Osh Poppy, 31 northern lawyers volunteer to defend Kiari against FBI. Uh, that's there. On the punch as well. Uh, there is a Kano PDP rejects calls for Secondo's resignation. Uh, so, talking party politics, Quara APC members dump party, join YPP. Uh, that's there on the punch as well. Recalled envoy, diplomat arrived today. Indonesia defends assault. There's another there. NAD strike, federal government always breaching agreements, alleges NMA. 
Uh, that's another on the punch this morning. The Guardian, the Guardian, uh, with some of these headlines as well, says International Youth Day. More youths take to gambling, cyber crime to escape exclusion. That's on the Guardian this morning. It's an interesting piece. You might want to check that out for yourself. Um, experts weigh costs as federal government plans to unban Twitter. Uh, that's also there on the Guardian uh, this morning. Nigeria has never been more divided, says Autumn. Uh, that's the governor of Benue State. You also find that on the Guardian. The sports page of the Guardian says NFF awaits Raw's list begins preparations for match against Liberia. Uh, that's on the Guardian as well. APC may postpone local council state congresses. It's also there uh, to look out for uh, on the Guardian. My father asked me to prioritize civil servants, pensioners, teacher, says that Wabiodo. Uh, you'll find that on the Guardian as well. Traditional media already had COVID-18 before COVID-19. MD laments. <laughs> That's an interesting one. It's there on The Guardian as well. Ghani Fire means for son Muhammad dies. It's also there on The Guardian uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the Nigerian Tribune uh, with some headlines to look out for as well. Uh, they also have the story of the sad demise of the son of the uh, late legal icon. Ghani Fire son. first son dies at 52 is there on the tribune uh, oil spills shell petroleum agrees to pay ogoni people 45.9 billion naira uh, that's also there on the tribune federal government guarantees astrazeneca moderna efficacy against covid19 delta variant fg hints on lifting twitter suspension is also there on the nigerian tribune ex-governor korota loses bid to stop demolition of his uh, properties in oweri you also find that on the nigerian tribune uh, this uh, morning uh, the uh, premium times uh, with some of these headlines as well talking about uh, the covid situation in the country the premium times also has a report about the plans by the federal government to unban Twitter, but there is Nigeria set to reintroduce toll gates as FEC approves new roads policy. Uh, that's there on the Premium Times. Nigeria to reverse Twitter ban soon as talks progress. That's also there. Nigeria records. Okay, uh, that's um, there on the uh, Premium Times. There's still these talks about cholera. Cholera spreads in Nigeria as 146 confirmed dead in Kebi. Is there on the Premium Times? The pen pushing newspaper says, "I will renounce my Nigerian citizenship if Tinubu becomes president." Says Bode George. <laughs> There's also. My late father warned me against maltreating civil servants, pensioners, says Governor Biodon, who is there on the pen-pushing newspapers as well. Police arrest suspected kidnapper for allegedly carrying AK-47 rifle in Ogun. Uh, there is microfinance bank manager bags four years over 4.8 million naira fraud. Uh, that's there on the pen-pushing newspapers uh, to look out for uh, this uh, morning. Quite a number of uh, headlines to look out for. Uh, there is this one. Odeda local government chair for Lashade warns against illicit dump site orders evacuation. Uh, is there? Um, there are. 
a couple of others to look out for. Uh, Ode, local government bus begins move to build housing estate at Odegwa. Also there. Uh, you'll find all of those, uh, well, the media links Africa, I did say, uh, they uh, have uh, some headlines to look out for this morning as well. Well, those are some of them. Uh, the Nigerian Gateway, uh, remember, that's a weekly. Uh, they also have a couple of headlines to look out for. Uh, 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 there is uh, Nigeria MSMEs to benefit from ADB's $500 million fund. Uh, smoking shisha can lead to kidney failure export. That's there on the Nigerian Gateway. Mm. You might find my be, um that might be needed information for some individuals. Uh, well, they're there. Uh, OGIRS receives operational vehicles. Also there. Uh, this uh, on the Nigerian Gateway uh, to look out for. We'll take a very quick pause and take a peep into some of the headlines in a moment. Remember, we're live on Facebook, so do join us there. Uh, drop your contributions as we go on this morning. Don't go anywhere, please. <laughs> Calling on all streamers, gamers, and heavy data-based business machines. Glow is giving you a mega data plan that's truly out of this world. For 100,000 Naira, you get a whopping one terabyte of data that carries you for a whole year. Wow, I love it. Yes, Ooh. you heard right. One terabyte for 100,000 Naira. So go ahead, chat, stream HD videos, host, upload, download, and enjoy mega data as much as you want, 247-365. Dial star 777 hash to subscribe today. Unlimited. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in, in real time. time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest. Thank you for joining us uh, this uh, morning. Freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM. I did say uh, we're live on Facebook for you to join the program. Uh, feel free to share the videos uh, as well. Uh, just as we begin to um, talk as far as some of the headlines that I mentioned earlier, concerned, I did say uh, Mr. Dario Falario of the Nigerian Gateway uh, will be joining us this morning. Good morning, sir. Great to see you again. Good morning. Good morning, Nigeria. Well, let's uh, begin uh, this uh, morning uh, with uh, the... Uh, I don't know, the, the story uh, of uh, the plans by the federal government to leave the ban on Twitter. 
is there on uh, a lot of the dailies. Uh, well, the Guardian says experts weigh costs as federal government plans to unban Twitter. It comes with a number of riders. Platform targets 2022 to open a local office. FDIs, MSMEs, governments badly impacted as losses eat 169 billion naira. 69 days after, experts want investments in indigenous messaging apps. Now, the federal government has entered at a possible resolution to the suspension of microblogging platform Twitter in Nigeria. Minister of Information and Culture, Lai Mohammed, disclosed this while briefing newsmen at the end of the Federal Executive Council meeting presided over by Vice President Emil Shibaju at the State House, Abuja, yesterday. While the ban has entered its 69th day in the country, the federal government disclosed that the, uh, the plan to leave the suspension was based on some of the agreements reached in most areas of contention with the platform. Despite the ban, many Nigerians still have access to the site using virtual private networks. Um, according to uh, the Honorable Minister, I said, we have made tremendous progress. The end for an amicable solution is in sight. And um, a couple of reactions have uh, trilled uh, the move to ban Twitter in the, uh, from the onset. Um, well, I mean, to unban Twitter. Uh, the chairman, Mobile Software Solution Nigeria, Chris Owaje, said the new development goes a long way to validate the position that the initial de- decision of the federal government was a very hasty one, with limited or zero impact analysis by professionals. Owaje, a former president of the Institute of Software Practitioners of Nigeria, said the fact is Twitter can hold on longer than the government without being stampeded into a resolution. With the ban entering its 69th day, bringing with a loss of about 169 billion naira to the economy, going by the daily loss of 2.46 billion naira, according to NetBlock's estimates, Waje said with no concrete impact data yet, various estimates, however, point to colossal disruption of SME's business model and loss of revenue. This scenario affects education, um, financials, agriculture, food and commodities, employment, tourism, hospitality, and the entertainment sectors of the economy. Uh, a survey by top 10 VPN estimates estimates that the ban has affected around 104.4 million internet users in the country using a tool developed by Internet Governance Watchdog Organization, NetBlocks, and Internet Society. That's a U.S. advocacy nonprofit. Well, um, so far in 2021, only Myanmar and India have had worse financial losses than Nigeria from an internet shutdown of some form, as according to the top 10 VBN survey. Um, there are a lot of other reactions. Uh, the Nigerian coordinator, Alliance for Affordable Internet, Olusha Latenela, said when the ban is lifted, it will be a relief to all those businesses that have been negatively impacted, as well as government agencies and workers, both at the federal, state, and local government levels, that have relied on Twitter as a platform for immediate information dissemination and engaging with their networks to perform their civic duties in a seamless manner. The rest is there on The Guardian. Is there on The Guardian. According to uh, the uh, Minister of Information, he said uh, that uh, most of the issues have been resolved, although he said there are about three issues that remain uh, to be sorted and he says with those three issues it's just a it's just a matter uh, it's a question of when and um, not uh, uh, and, and not if uh, the ban uh, will it's a welcome be development. lifted it's a welcome <laughs> development uh, we, I'm glad that wise counsel is prevailing and um, you know like they said like uh, Chris Wadje said there it, it shouldn't have happened in the first place but it has happened so we just take remedial action. And uh, the fact that they're asking Twitter to open an office here in Nigeria, mm-hmm. you know, the, you know, when they snubbed us and went to Ghana, you know, so 
federal government is using this opportunity to at least get something and get Nigerians employed by Twitter. Get Twitter to, you know, register in Nigeria, CAC and all the rest. Well, well it's, a, it's a good ending to a bad move. I know that there are some individuals who would look at the federal government actions and say, well, you can't stampede them to forcefully open an office here. Uh, they chose Ghana for some reason. But the truth is, uh, if, the, if there's one thing to note from this, uh, whatever the federal government has done, as uh, although some would criticize the original move, uh, the federal government appears to have uh, seen a situation of there are a lot of Twitter users in Nigeria. Oh, yeah. and, they uh, need this market. We are going to get whatever we want out of this whole. It's just arrangement. unfortunate that they went that route. Mm. Uh, you know, you know, they should. This is what they should have done initially. You know, dialogue and you know, discuss with them rather than banning. And now on back. Well, the, the, maybe the federal government were the ways of the unions. They went on strike first, <laughs> and then and then they began to dialogue. <laughs> well, is there on the Guardian? Is there on a lot of the dailies? Uh, the Premium Times says Nigeria to reverse Twitter ban soon as talks progress. Uh, that's uh, there. They punch as well with that report. Uh, speaking of um, industrial actions or strikes. NAD strike, federal government always breaching agreements, alleges NMA. Uh, that's on the uh, punch this morning. The Nigeria Medical Association on Wednesday said the federal government was responsible for the ongoing strike by the members of the National Association of Resident Doctors. The Secretary General of the NMA, Dr. Philip, Dr. Phillips Ekwe, disclosed this in an interview with the punch in Abuja. According to him, the government has the habit of going back on its words. It said NAD is part of NMA on the issue... One of the issues is that people tend to separate NAD from NMA. The same issues affect the two associations. The NMA was present in every negotiation that NAD had with the federal government. But the problem is that the government has not been keeping its own side of the bargain. We're coming. We discuss issues. We all agree on the points laid down. We stamp it and put a time frame and then NAD call off the strike. But what happens next? The federal government won't fulfill the promises. I can tell you that the resident doctors don't like strike. Same with the NMA because strikes in the health sector have effects on Nigerians. People die when doctors are not on duty. Nurses and consultants are overstretched. Now they are saying the budget is stopping them from financing and then the head of service issues a circular to say house officers should not be paid because they have not gone on NYSC. This is not right. NMA as a body is making it known to the head of service that will reject and demand that the circular should be withdrawn. It is part of the things causing unnecessary commotion. The government should be sensitive and meet the demands of the resident doctors. They should stop causing commotion in the health sector. Meanwhile, the National Association of Resident Doctors on Wednesday said it would not call off its ongoing strike. The association's president, Uyilawa Uhukwaisui, disclosed this in an interview with um, the punch in Abuja. Well, uh, remember that they had a meeting with the House of Reps uh, that lasted two days. And um, at the end of the meeting, yes, although uh, the chairman of the House of Reps Committee on El Tango Sununu uh, said uh, he did say that there's a chance the strike is called off by the weekend. Where he got that um, idea from, I don't know whether I was just being optimistic. Because even at that meeting, uh, the resident doctor's leadership said they were not satisfied with the things that were discussed. So how Dr. Sununu came up with the uh, conclusion or came to the conclusion that, don't worry, the strike will be called off soon, <laughs> I do not know. Well, we just hope that uh, both sides, the federal government, like a good father, should uh, discuss with NAD. You know, saying that they will not discuss with NAD is not good enough. You know, you are, you are a father. You have, a, you have various children. You must call them to order. Even if your children are 
you know, revolting, you call, you find a way to call them together, to, to call them to a round table and discuss with them. What are your issues and settle it? The issues are there. Look at what uh, NMA said, that it is not keeping to agreements reached, you know. So this trust deficit, you know, is something government should do something about urgently you know it's you can't be saying that you evoke the you no know, work no play no pay thing and so so call them you know resolve resolve this issue it's better to judge or isn't it, isn't it embarrassing some of the things that we hear or some of the things that we've heard in uh, you know the course of this um, talks about the strike uh, there was a time when the Minister of Health came out to say there's no way I'm sitting I mean the Minister of Labour yeah, came yeah. out and said there's no way I'm sitting down with them they should go call off their strike first and then come back to they me don't uh, the, the, then came the Minister of Health who was saying okay we'll plead with you uh, then um, Mr. Festus Kiyama was saying the problems are some of the agreements uh, that have been reached by previous governments uh, previous governments reach agreements without considering so many things it's, 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 some of them just sound like mere excuses yeah, in, all in the, the face of all these troubles trashed out mm. at a meeting you know call a meeting discuss it you know lives have been lost daily this is the 11th day or 12th day now call a meeting you know you don't as, as a government you are the father of all you make sure you call a meeting get them in you know get them to call off their strike you know diplomacy not talking down as if you are talking to your children or something you know even you know let 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 the ministers let the federal government be diplomatic you know it's the federal government that loses at the end of the day because all these days that they are not working you still pay them so mm-hmm. find a way to call them to the round table negotiate with them cajole them and let, let, let there be peace although this uh, new talks about a circular asking that NYC members NYC doctors not be paid I mean doctors on our uh, job not be paid because they've not gone for NYC well it's a different I'm sure it's a, <laughs> uh, it's a conversation uh, that would lead to a lot of uh, talks again well at the NMA they're asking the head of service to withdraw that circular mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes NAT strike federal government always breaching agreements alleges NMA uh, that's uh, there on the punch uh, this uh, morning to look out for uh, another story that is on a lot of the dailies federal government introduces toll plazas Nigerians to pay 500 naira 200 naira per trip uh, that's uh, there on the punch but uh, reading from the premium times uh, it says uh, Nigeria set to reintroduce toll gates as a fake approves new roads policy. Uh, That's on the Premium Times. It says the Federal Executive Council has approved the Federal Roads and Bridges Tolling Policy and Regulations aimed at reintroducing toll gates on Nigerian roads. The Minister of Works and Housing, Babatunde Fashala, made this known to journalists after the weekly meeting on Wednesday in Abuja. According to him, the policy and regulations were developed after extensive consultations with various stakeholders within and outside the government. The Minister in 2019 announced that government had concluded designs for the return of toll plazas on federal roads. It said at the time that though the government dismantled toll plazas in the past, there was no law abolishing tolls. According to the minister, a willingness to pay survey was carried out to arrive at the recommended pricing framework and existing toll roads were taken into consideration to arrive at the prices. Uh, you recall that about two years ago, you had asked me several times here yeah, when roads will be told, and I told you there's a lot of work. So we have taken another step. So let me be clear. Tolls are not going to start tomorrow, so let us be clear about that. But the big step to actual tolling was taken today by presenting for approval the broad policy that will guide the tolling so that local people, states, local government, all those who manage roads, investors who want to come in, 
will know what our tolling policy is and that will form the basis of their financial modeling, uh, their investment decision is said. It said the tolls will not start until the roads are moderable and this will affect only federal dual carriage roads. The proceeds from the tolls will be used to maintain and construct roads, he said. Uh, the rest of it is on the premium times. This is something we've done before. Uh, we jettisoned it for a reason or the other. We're going back to it. Yeah, what do you make of it? Well, the cost of uh, building roads is prohibitive. And, uh, you know, if the you know proceeds from the tolls will be used to maintain the road, Judiciously, judiciously, mm. it would be nice, you know. I speak about the road, the lucky, the, you know, the road is probably yeah, lucky, mm. properly maintained, you know, no portals. Even if there are uh, um, breakdowns, immediately they move in, they clear it. So if the roads will be properly maintained, yes, yeah, some of the some of our roads should be told, and the uh, the cost should not be prohibitive. So mm. as we know, because to maintain or to build and maintain roads now, the cost is among us. Mm. So if they maintain it, they police it, and then the, the security too, you know, put cameras there, give us restrooms, you know, build roads that like like they should be built, you know, give give us restrooms that give us places where you can relax if you along the way, mm. police it, put security, make sure that you know, put cameras, make sure that you know they are the, there's protection. Yes, um, mm. uh, so pe- people won't mind paying a token. You know, like, and then like uh, the policy, like the the uh, rates mm. uh, rolled out. You know, th- those are not too. Uh, well, the uh, minister says uh, the tolling would not start until the roads are moderable. Uh, mm. So we'll be waiting. We'll be looking out to see uh, when they will start. Uh, is uh, there uh, on the uh, premium times? Because um, bicycles, pedal cycles, tricycles, they'll be excluded from the toll. Just to be clear. Um, well, it's there. It's on a lot of the dailies as well this morning. Uh, the Premium Times says Nigeria is set to reintroduce toll gates as FEC approves a new roads policy. Uh, that's uh, there to look out for uh, this uh, morning. Uh, well, just before we uh, go on this um, quick break, uh, there's this uh, story on the pen pushing newspapers. It says. Um, Oh, okay, uh, well, I'm, I'm trying to get a hold of it. It's on a pen pushing newspaper. It says police arrest suspected uh, kidnapper in uh, for allegedly carrying AK-47 rifle in Ogun State. Uh, that's uh, there on the pen pushing newspaper. It's actually on a lot of the dailies this uh, morning. Uh, to look out for. Uh, the Ogun State Police Command has arrested a headsman identified as Mohammed in the company of another headsman in our forest in Mekoafon area of the state for allegedly carrying an AK-47 rifle. Pembership reports that the command public relations officer Abin Bola AME in a statement said the suspect was arrested on Tuesday, adding that the arrested headsman was strongly suspected to be a member of kidnap syndicate who have been terrorizing the area for quite some time. According to the statement, operators of the State Police Command on Tuesday, 10th of August 2021, apprehended the headsman who simply identified himself as Mohammed Udwan, AK-47 rifle. The suspect was arrested following information received by the DPO Emeko Divisional Headquarters that two young Fulani boys were cited at CACR Forest who were to in Emeko from local government area with AK-47 rifle. Uh, the police spokesperson in the statement said on receipt of the information, the DPO mobilized police officers alongside hunters and vigilante men to search the forest. After hours of coming to the forest, one Mohammed was seen hiding in the bush with one AK-47 rifle and was promptly arrested. The arrested and boy is strongly suspected to be a member of kidnap syndicates who have been terrorizing the area for quite some time now, where Yemi emphasized. 
Well, um, the statement adds that uh, the commission has asked that um, it be transferred to the first idea and uh, investigations should be carried out. A lot of people would be keen to find out what will come out of this investigation. If indeed there would be some others that would be picked up or I don't know whether something else will come out of it. There's a lot of times to talk about, um, well, uh, not to judge anyone yet, but a lot of times people have spoken about when some of these arrests are made, what happens afterwards. There are some that have alleged that they are treated specially. So th- this, this is a case to so maybe change the narrative. What happens. Mm. Uh, we'll, see, we'll wait and see what happens. Uh, the, fed- the president has also given an order that anybody found with AK-47, you know, I think he said it should be, the person should be shot at sight. Well, he That's did what say he said. that. Yeah. Okay, so, but now that he I has been arrested, <laughs> <laughs> now that he has been arrested, let's see what happens. Hmm. Anyway, um, they're there to look out for, um, just before we uh, leave the state, uh, the, some of these stories talking about uh, the, uh, some of the local government chairman, uh, well, they've uh, gotten into action already. Um, the uh, Odeda local government chair for the ones against the illicit dump site orders evacuation uh, is there to look out for the chairman of Odeda local government area of Ogun State Honorable Falasha Adeyadeyemo has embarked on an on-site assessment and immediate evacuation of illicit dump sites in Odeda area Falasha comments the administration will keep your environment clean campaign at Obantoko, where she instructed that a dump site around the area should be immediately evacuated. The other local government boss, however, appealed to residents in the council to disease from the proliferation and degradation of the environment by dumping harmful materials close to their homes. She also appealed to the people concerned to make use of the Ogun Waste Management Authority agents close to them as a means of disposing uh, their wastes. At the campaign, the local government health and environmental, environmental safety officers were also present to collaborate with the chairman in a bid to keep Odeda clean and safe for the residents. Uh, well, uh, it's there. Uh, to look out for Odeda local government chair for Lashat warns against illicit dump site orders of equation. The media links have that. It's, it's interesting because I don't know. For for a couple of days now, I've been talking about uh, the environment. Uh, we're talking about cholera outbreaks. Mm. Uh, just uh, I think it was about two weeks ago, the Barakudo market was shut. Although I think they reopened it's, it's it. I, I saw, I saw mm. it uh, the other morning, and I didn't see the rebounds there. So it appears they've been reopened. And well, you could say kudos to her for at least making this effort. Um, we, we just appear not to be doing so much as far as keeping our environment clean mm. is concerned. Mm. That's something we should uh, give uh, priority attention. You know, because the environment affects the our well-being. Mm. So that kudos to her. We expect more. <laughs> She's one of um, I think about two, two female, two female um, local yeah, government chairman. Mm. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, also about him, the local government boss uh, begins move to build housing estate at Odegba. Mm. It's there as well. Uh, in his efforts to make housing available and affordable for the residents of Afemi Ode, the chairman of the local government, Honorable Gushal Addition, has begun plan to build 50 units of low-cost housing estate at Ode Agbar Town. This is a gesture which will reportedly complement the state government housing policy. Ogunshala disclosed this at Ode Town when he was inspecting a suitable virgin land for building houses with the earth, within the earth of the town. The land was bounded in the north by Bagon Village, south by Shagama Bekta Express Road, east by Abulio Ketapa, and the west by Jill. A promise to name the estate after the governor ah, uh, for his selfless services and equitable distribution of dividends of democracy to all nooks and crannies of the state. Well, it's there. Uh, the rest of it, the local government boss begins move to build housing estate at Odi Agba. It's there to look out for. Uh, the, so, well, sticking with Ogun State, just before we take this break, there are quite a number of stories talking about the state uh, on the dailies this uh, morning. Uh, my father 
asked me to prioritize civil servants, pensioners, teachers, says that Kwabiodun is on The Guardian. Uh, the governor was um, speaking to some um, elders who paid him a visit, a condolence visit on the loss of his father, the Remo traditional rulers, members of Ijebu Remo Unity Forum, labor union leaders, National Association of Nigerian Students, Leadership, and other prominent personalities uh, who visited him in his Ikwe Remo home. He said uh, that he was completely broken when he received the news of the death of his father. He said, my father lived for his family and community, well, a well-needed family, and, as al- and I've always feared a day like this. My father was a humble man. He um, spoke about how the father uh, asked him to prioritize civil servants, pensioners, and teachers, and uh, ends what he's been doing uh, since his administration took office. Well, it's there on The Guardian. Uh, to look out for. There's been a lot of messages to the governor. A lot of people have spoken about uh, Pai Manuel Abiodun, about how mm. uh, he was a great um, teacher, teacher mm. community mm. man, of, you know, and he just did great for people around him. Well, uh, again, uh, we say uh, that our hearts and thoughts are with the governor. Yeah. We pray the soul of the departed rest in peace. It's there on The Guardian this morning. My father asked me to prioritize civil servants, pensioners, teachers, says Dr. Abiodun. We'll take a very quick pause. There's some more headlines to look out for. Join us live on Facebook. Share the videos. Drop your contributions. Don't go anywhere, please. Business Hub International is here to help you create your own economy through partnership by teaching you how to generate meaningful income from your personal business so you can finally afford the good life you've always desired for your family. At the Business Conference, finance coaches will be exposing you to business management tips and how you can generate capital on your own for your business startup. You don't want to miss this. Happening in Abiyokuta on the 14th of August, 2021. To be a part of this conference, Send your name and location to 0806-522-0074. Again, 0806-522-0074. And you might win a free ticket to attend your business conference 2021. Limited space is available. For more inquiries, visit IEL Business Development Hub. Number one, Shoba Shoba Memo Crescent. Beside Ogun State Housing Corporation, Ibarra GRA Abeokuta. Business Conference 2021. Powered by Business Hub International. Thank you for staying with us. Still freshly pressed uh, this uh, Thursday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM at Belkuta. Uh, quite a number of other headlines are there for you to look out for on a lot of the dailies, but we'll um, uh, get uh, thoughts uh, as far as some of them are, some more are concerned. Uh, there's this um, report is on The Guardian talking about as a part of the commemoration of the International Youth Day. It says International Youth Day, more youths take to gambling, cybercrime to escape exclusion. 
Uh, that's there on the Guardian. Comes with the rider. One in every six unemployed youths globally are Nigerians. Data suggests chances of survival are slim. Youth influencers insist. Diary, youth innovation catalyst for development. Uh, five corporate entities unveil coalition to boost employability, empower youth to participate in the electoral process, leadership mentoring. But as the country joins the rest of the world to observe International Youth Day today, an increasing number of Nigerian youths continue to face economic uncertainty and social exclusion, forcing the majority of them into gambling and crimes, while the rest languish in penury and deprivation. Whereas the number of youths entering the labor market yearly... Uh, earlier estimated at 1.8 million has continued to increase. The economy's job creating capacity is on the decline, economists have suggested. This is coming a day after Nigeria was ranked 161st out of the 181 countries on the 2020 Global Youth Development Index, which measures the status of young people around the world. In 2016, Nigeria ranked 141. According to the triennial report released by the Commonwealth Secretariat on Tuesday, Singapore ranked top for the first time, followed by Slovenia, Norway, Malta, and Denmark. Chad. The Central African Republic, South Sudan, Afghanistan, and Niger took the last five positions, respectively. Um, two of those are around Nigeria, Chad and Niger, very close to us geographically. Uh, the index ranks countries according to the development in youth education, employment, health, equality, and inclusion, peace and security, and political and civic participation. It looks at, 20, it looks at 27 indicators, including literacy and voting, to showcase the state of the world's 1.8 billion people between the ages of 15 and 29. Well, the Minister of Youth and Sports Development, Mr. Sunday Dari, yesterday said this year's International Youth Day celebration offers the world an opportunity to implement timely policies that will enhance the innovative talents of the youth for development. He noted that with the increasing uptake of technology as an enabler by a huge number in the younger generation, the innovative minds and skills of youth will serve as a full for development. Well, uh, the rest of that report is there on The Guardian. Also, um, as the some of the reactions by some uh, youth influencers, experts who are talking about how slim the chances of survival of the Nigerian youth is or are, and uh, how tough it is for Nigerian young people to just grow. Um, this week, I've been involved in a lot of talks about young people. Monday, I was talking to some individuals from uh, Oakland. What's next? We were talking about uh, youth uh, participation in governance and politics. Just yesterday, I was talking to a fashion stylist. We were talking about young people in business and all of that. And the 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 position is uh, is the same. It's just not easy uh, for young people. And you know, this report talks about some of the bad things or terrible things you could say that some young people are now taking to cyber crime gambling you'll be shocked the effect gambling is having on a lot of young people yeah and those are misdirected mm. youths uh, the times are challenging mm. but it is not totally hopeless you know I want our youths to you know keep up keep hope alive you know because uh, you know it's difficult yes but you know difficult times also bring uh, interesting possibilities you know right now the what what the youth should do is to you know improve their skill sets you know uh, improve your skill set improve your skills learn new skills you know learn how to drive learn how to do new things you know apart from the degree you have mm. be creative be open to other things you know you know learn you know it you know it's challenging yes but it's uh, there are also opportunities out there that they can harness, you know, like in, the, in technology. The youth are, they, they don't know, they are busy on WhatsApp and everything, but that's also a possibility. They can invest in that. They can make money from that. They can, they can write. You know, for instance, you know, you, you get a lot of money from writing. 
even from international bodies. Mm. There are opportunities, but you know, if you just if you look at crime alone and you look at uh, what other things that you can do, you know, you you, you are you are, not, uh, you are misdirected. That's the that's why that's what is is wrong. You know, we need to mentor these youths. We need to bring up bring them up in the right way. You know, advocacy. You know, so so many so many other possibilities there. You know, apart from crime. So this, uh, I want to uh, uh, implore Nigerian youth to, you know, keep hope alive. You know, they shouldn't just give up. You know, yes, it, these are challenging times. There are no jobs. There are no. But you know, all you need to do is, you know, shift your mindset. You know, there are there are no jobs, but find a way to create jobs. Find a way to make uh, ends meet. Find a way. You know, there's always a way out there. You know, a legitimate way. Not you don't have to resort to crime. You don't have to resort to drugs. You don't mm. have to do do mm. this. So there's a then, and then they should you know come together. They should come together. They should network because there's there's a lot they can do if they unite and come together. Well, um, uh, speaking of uh, young people, I, I, I saw this um, piece on the Nigerian Gateway. <laughs> says smoking shisha can lead to kidney failure. Uh, that's by kidney, um, a specialist in kidney dialysis, Mr. Adeba Shokumbi, uh, was all due to uh, in the habit of smoking shisha at bars or nightclubs to disease from such act in order to avoid kidney problem in future. Shisha is a single or multi-stemmed instrument for eating of a horizon, which is used to smoke tobacco, cannabis, or ashish, either at the club or bar. Well, Ashokumbu is the CEO of the Kidney Clinics Nigeria Limited, warned that if the youth continue to indulge in such behavior, they might have kidney failure charging them to avoid smoking uh, in the drug. Um, I, I, this just caught my attention because, trust me, there's yeah. a lot of smoking that yeah, There's also on. prostitution. You know, mm. Those who indulge in soft or hard prostitution too should desist. You know, you know it's a, you're, yeah, they're, they're desecrating their bodies. Mm. And, you know, there are other ways. You know, there are other ways. You know, like the fashion guys that you had the other day, there are possibilities in fashion. There are possibilities in uh, cooking, in cooking, cosmetics, cosmetics. So, many so many things. Sports, mm, sports. That, we just finished the Olympics, so there are the, the, the energy Although. can be positively channeled. Mm. Yeah, or it costs <laughs> money. Yeah, but there are possibilities. You know, okay, there are possibilities. Okay. Just that government should also find a way to harness these energies mm. you know, of the youth positively. Federal government guarantees AstraZeneca, Moderna efficacy against COVID-19, oil spills, Shell Petroleum agrees to pay Ogoni people 45.9 billion naira. Uh, Ghani Fawemi's first son dies at 52. That's unfortunate. Uh, very unfortunate is there on I uh, Love the Dailies. Uh, the Guardian um, also with some of these uh, headlines says um, traditional media already had COVID-18 before COVID-19 MD laments That's, that was talking about uh, the, how tough it is uh, to keep uh, organizations afloat mm. uh, even before the pandemic came uh, is there to um, check out uh, federal government laments as abductors collect extra 24 million naira on Baptist school students is also there uh, to look out for Arch Poppy, 31 Northern lawyers volunteer to defend Kiari against FBI. It's also there on the punch. For some reason, some have decided to make that situation uh, ethnic and they've uh, looked at it and said uh, it is because of this, it is because of that. I've heard some just make some very interesting conclusions uh, about the situation. Well, 
Thank you. Uh, so so far, let's hear from you now. Zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine. There's also zero eight one eight one 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 ten seventy nine zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. Those are the numbers to call to join the program uh, this uh, morning. Remember, we're live on Facebook. Uh, for you to also drop your contributions. Uh, we'll be glad to hear from you. Uh, the phone lines, I figured they were off. Okay, they're on now, so you can uh, talk to us via that avenue. Many of you have already dropped your contributions via Facebook. Uh, there are quite a number of them. We'll probably uh, start with that just before the phone lines are up and running. Uh, Zachariah Lubatanibola says, Mr. Governor, sir, your father has advised you well. Do what your father advised you. <laughs> Uh, good morning from Imashai, you are North Local Government area. That's Tunde Kalawale. Thank you very much. Zachariah goes on to say, I commiserate with the foul Emis. Thank you. Uh, it goes on to say, doctors, uh, federal government, please do the needful of medical doctors. Strike is striking Nigerians mercilessly. Hmm. Is there. Lola Babs says, federal government should pay all outstanding hazard allowance to hospital workers. Hello, good morning to you. Good morning, Wally. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Morning, bros. God bless you and me. You see, um, I want to start from that uh, detail from Inekwa. Uh, I think I must commend the man for issuing that distress call to the police command in Adekuta. And they are taking a very good step. And that's a direct, I mean, even from the direct mandate from Buhari now. I think I want to see what they can achieve for. I think that man, that young boy, uh, the teenager that was carrying that, well, should be called a terrorist. It's, it's a terrorist and uh, the mandate of 20 years imprisonment. I am telling you, uh, is Well, the law will decide. No, <laughs> there's a law. If you want me to prove it, I will mm. prove it to yeah, you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying the law will decide. There's no point judging uh, him. There's yet. a law about that. Mm. That's that. On Twitter, sir, I want to see that Look, if we have a government that is true at all, it's supposed not to have probably stopped anybody from using uh, that Twitter. Mm. There's the right to freedom of thought, conscience, and religion. I am telling you, I don't know the purpose of which they have done that, mm. but at the same time, it's so wrong, and now they are coming back right, from their slumber. Now, finally, I am saying this. Let's look at the issue of the uh, earth. This <laughs> and they decided not to use opportunity to do the needful. Mm. So they must go ahead. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello. Yes, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Where are with you? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Quickly, please. Wow. All right. I'd like to let you go. Hello. Good morning to you. Please turn down the volume on your radio. Please, um, for us to hear you properly, you'd have to turn down the volume on your radio. Move away from it. Uh, whichever you decide to do, just for us to hear you properly, all right? Thank you. Hello, good morning. Hello? Wow. Hello, good morning. Yeah, hello. Good morning, uh, Mr. Wale. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, my dear brother, Mr. Dari. Yeah, my name is Polai Bolao from Shagawile. Yeah, I want to have my take in this huge uh, talk. I think uh, government needs to do more. 
You understand now? At least all this vocational uh, training and all those things. Because on a good day, uh, I think they, they are really saying the truth. Like the gambling and all those sorts, the, you know, that you mentioned this money. It's, it's overwhelming. As in, it's rampant. Mm. You understand? Our youth, they didn't have confidence in themselves anymore. Unlike when we are youth, that we do so many things, you know, just to make ends meet. But nowadays, they want little things to bring much more money. I think I'm using this uh, medium to advise the youth that they should engage or they should, you know, indulge in something that can fetch them money, not quick money. Okay. Please, to use their head, right. you know. So it's, it's very, very interesting. I mean, it's very, very important they should right. emulate this. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. God bless you. <laughs> Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, my name is my name is Remy, and um, I'm coming from Tottenham. Okay. I think the latest development shows that there's no reason, reason for banning children in the first place. I think this government should know that they have the power to have this conversation before banning children. Considering the losses, the losses far outweigh whatever gain they may have acquired, they may have gotten down. Should, should there be any gain? So I want to beg the government before any action of this type is taken, this is the country with the government. Mr. Remy, we had to let you go. We stopped. We began to struggle to hear you, but we got the bulk of your point saying um, because of the issues in the country, you're talking about youth unemployment and how important Twitter and other social media platforms are for young people. Thank you very much. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Wale. Yes, sir. Good morning. My name is Honorable Larry Jaji. Larry calling from the People's Parliament in Abelkota. Wale, I want to give kudos to the Baba of the Governor for even advising his son very well that, you know, pensioners, teachers, I mean, civil servants, because they are the engine room of every administration. They are the ones that are working, they are the ones that are making the money, they are the, they are the end that is you know, laying the golden egg. They deserve to be well treated. And I'm happy that Mr. Governor is trying to listen to, to, to his father so that he can be able to pay the pension. You know, pay the gratuities and make sure that he's not owing any work or anything. Good morning, have a pleasant day, Wale. God morning. bless you so much. Good morning. Hello? 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 What's going on this morning? Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Yeah, I'm calling back. Yeah. Um, talking about this, uh, this What's your name? Oh, okay. So, so, um, talking about this kind, I think, you know, we should look deeper. So, the writing is very clear on the world right now. The last time I checked, uh, from, the, uh, from the section of our democracy, so this child not, not limited to the job process, generally, about the labor So, um, I think, you know, it's becoming something, it's a clear to all consensus administration. So, this brings us to this fact that the writing is not clear on the world right now. So, like, Oh, sorry, sir. We're struggling to hear you. Really, hello. Good morning. Yeah, hello. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Hello, Anima Shawin. The name calling from Abelkuta. On the toll gate, you don't put the card before the horse. What we are being given now are the amounts to be paid on the toll on the gate on the tolls. There is nothing wrong in tolling some roads, but you've got to fix the roads before you can charge money on them. Secondly, there must be an alternative route if you are tolling a road can use in it shouldn't be a compulsory route there must be an alternative route then uh, thirdly hello 
Hello? Hello, I'm with you. Okay, you said thirdly, quickly, sir. Yeah, that, that they shouldn't put the car before the horse. Okay, okay. They should not put money on it before saying we are going to be, uh, before fixing the roads. All right. And as for the governor, please, please, as for the governor, since he has told us his father advised him appropriately, and I want to believe he will carry out, carry it out, he should think now about those cooperative deductions following the advice of his father. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's an interesting one. Thank you. Hello, good morning. Hello. Uh, yes, good morning to you. Good morning, Ray. Yes, good morning. Uh, yes, I'm calling from Sungo. All right, talk to us. You see, are we saying that after about 19 years of social government, that there, there were no... I don't know. The connection is not the smoothest. Apologies uh, for those of you who've been having issues hearing you. Hello, good morning. Let's yeah, pray we're lucky with this. Good morning. Yeah, let me let me talk about the. What do, do we have here? Okay, okay, quickly, sir. Let me talk about the issue of uh, Togit. Mm. Um, no matter what people want to say, people should go and read before they make comments. The Minister of Works said yesterday that until those roads were completed, there would not be toll gate. Okay. That is what he said. Secondly, they are going to finish. Not the one that they have been using before, whereby you will ticket, you give them cash. No. This one is totally different. And if we are blaming those who are bringing toll gate back to the... In fact, he even clarified some issues today. About maybe, I can't remember the figure, 35,000 kilometers or whatever. Only 5,000 of federal are going to be told, not all federal roads. Okay. And, and the, the last of the list, if we are blaming those who are bringing targets out of someone that used that billion to demolish targets in 2003 or 2004, 36 billion, billion, not million. All right. And we call such people our leader, our Baba, credible leader. God will save this country. All right, th thank you very much. Um, very quickly, uh, Facebook, uh, the Boy government does not have anything for the residents, doctors. All they have is excuses. As someone that didn't have anything to offer, give unnecessary excuses. Uh, that's in the color list. Sanitarian Akinola says, Good morning. This introduction of toll fees is a welcome idea, but the government needs to ensure that our road is uh, safe from kidnappers and are also motorable. Uh, he goes on to say, when are we going to be safe, especially at the Yewa area of Ogun State? I give it to the police for swinging into action. And if not, that these headsmen would have, if not that, these headsmen could have wreaked havoc, serious havoc in the town. They need to take proper, make proper investigation about this. He must be brought to book, unlike some others that have been granted amnesty. Amnesty. <laughs> um, Alright, uh, Madeira local government boss is a woman of our words and she has been up and doing. I also want to give kudos to the environmental officers in Odeda for their relentless effort. That's an interior and I can still. But I'm calling Muidin. says until there is law that prohibits anyone holding political office from going for medical treatment in foreign lands, this type of strike on the power of doctors will continue until the second coming of Jesus Christ as far as the country is concerned. The politicians have decided